Good morning. Welcome to the Captain's Corner. <clears throat> it's a cloudy, clear day. Cold, but it's supposed to warm up into the 50s today, 60s tomorrow. So we're kind of getting there. <clears throat> We've got some shout-outs to do to some of our our fans and some of our people. First of all, before I... Well, let's do the rundown first. Uh, the Chinese and the COVID beginnings and endings and China taking more of an aggressive stance with uh, with Russia and regarding the um, weapons that they may be putting over there in Taiwan. And so, uh, again, there, there's little mention of, of any kind of an investigation. Our borders are being overrun. And I know this is redundant because it's the same thing every day. I just don't want people to forget about it. We do, in fact, have Americans there. We've got thousands of of uh, Afghanistans who were supposed to come back into the United States, and they're still there. And all we do know right now is the Taliban has taken over everything. So we've got a whole other terror structure being updated, if you, if you will. Our pipeline, it, it gets mentioned every day, but it doesn't go very far. The man is just, he's dead set on not doing anything with fossil fuels. He doesn't want to do anything in the ground over here. Uh, he's, I, I don't know how to put it, he's stubborn. But you can see everything that they're doing and everything that's got to do, like the border and like the Keystone Pipeline, there's a method to all the madness. And there's a method to where they bring all of the people that they ship out from the borders and at nighttime and they bring them into different cities. And uh, it's only places that it's going to benefit them. But eventually there's this whole mass uh, inflection of uh, immigrants. As the only people who would be able to take advantage of it are going to be the Democrats. And that's, that's just how evil that they think. Inflation is at an all-time high. It's going higher. And he's, well, everything now belongs to Putin. Yeah, everything belongs to Putin. All the crime over here in America, Afghanistan, uh, the, the pipeline, um, everything. Everything has got to do with uh, Putin and the Russians. They take, they take uh, no responsibility for anything. Like I say, I'm, I'm so tired of, of bringing up the same things over and over and having to listen to him and some of these parrots and parasites uh, they just uh, they're, they're behind him 100% I don't, I don't know if these people shop or where they do shop or where they where they get their gas or where they get their information from I, I guess it must be on all the cable channels and the CNNs and the MNBCs and uh, even on the national channels you, you don't get much information uh, they cover the war, but they don't cover the war. You, you get what the Russians want to give, and that's just how our media works. Our media works the same way, <clears throat> which is unfortunate. So, okay, that just gives us a reminder how we got to keep remembering and reminding ourselves and keep bringing it up and wherever we can regarding uh, certain things. So let's kind of get into the war. It's into the 20th day. I know we were off for a couple of days, but not much has changed. They look like they're getting ready to level the country. Uh, and I, my questions are starting to pop up all over the place. You know, what is he going to do? What, 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 are they, what is their objective here? 
I mean, they keep bombing and they keep leveling the country and they keep killing people. He's guilty of war crimes up and down. His his soldiers are, his generals are. And what's what's to become of that? What, nothing, absolutely nothing. You know, it's it's, it's amazing how uh, you have ninety countries that are they're sitting out there, and everybody's in the same situation. Well, first of all, they're not a member of NATO, so what are we going to do? Well, I guess you're going to watch a country overtake another country, and and while they're doing it, they're going to slaughter all the women and children who are in their way and and and, and living in the country. And they're making a mess of the country, but you can see on the maps that the people show you, and it's only, it's only the cable places that that show it. I guess one of the Fox uh, announcers in in the uh, Ukraine was was hurt pretty bad. I haven't got much information on that yet. I'll have to go back and and, and check on and exactly what in fact did happen. But on a daily basis, we're 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 witnessing war crimes. Uh, how long is this going to go on? You know, the, the the world has had enough, I believe, because, you know, senators now, like Lindsey Graham's the only one that keeps coming out, keeps kind of saying, pounding the same thing. He's getting tired of it. They got the plane sitting over there in Germany. So I, I had a couple of thoughts in my mind. If the Russians are flying over the Ukraine and into the Ukraine and they're bombing them, I guess we're at war, correct? Well, with the few planes that they, in fact, do have themselves. Why don't they fly into Russia and drop some bombs and do some of the same kind of damage to remind the Russian people and, and, and the Russian generals and Putin, you know, there's a war going on. And if you could bomb our country, I guess we could bomb yours. I, I don't know how sophisticated their air support is in Russia, if they'd be able to pop those planes down with regularity, but they, they, I'm sure some of them could get through. Some of them can drop strategic bombs, just like they're doing now. They're picking your country apart. Actually, they're blowing your country apart. So why now couldn't you kind of do the same thing? And I'm not advocating for you to do that. I'm just wondering, again, you're at war. And everything goes in war. You know, you can see that by the Russian side. You know, they don't care about anything. They don't care about civilians or children or hospitals or medicine, or ways to get food and stuff. And, and, I, and I'm becoming more and more confused about how long that convoy just sat there with no fuel and no food and no medicine. Uh, I, I don't understand it. You know, wh- how were they surviving? Then some places in, in the Ukraine have no water, they have no heat. Well, they were in the same situation. H- how were they surviving? Where are they getting their, their, their food and their, their fuel from? And why can't you get that into the into the Ukraine? They're stopping everything. Is is that what they're doing? Wherever the supply lines are, is is that isn't that some again? Wouldn't that be considered another war crime? That you're not letting people out and you're not getting them the the medicines that they could need and stuff. It's just it's barbaric. And this this has got to stop. This has got to stop. But it's war. It really is war. And he keeps telling us. And now the Chinese are threatening us too. That if anybody ever does get any kind of weapons and they bring them into Taiwan, they have to answer the Chinese. Well, we have soldiers over in, in Taiwan. So it's not going to take much to trigger something over there. But I shouldn't say it's not going to take much. With this president, who the heck knows what it's going to take? You know, I, I, I just kind of feel that he's oblivious to everything that's going on. And I still think that he's got a double or two. I don't think it's the same man that you kind of see 
with these speeches and stuff. And it's an insult to the American people. Uh, you come before them and you give them these little pep talks that you have and you kind of update them and then you just walk off. You just walk off and you don't give them the ability to ask you any questions. Who, who, the, who the hell are you that you can do that and get away with that? And your staff is so happy to get, get them out. Get them out of there. You could, you could actually hear people getting them out of there and telling people no questions. I think it's an insult to the American people's that's it. Just I, I can't believe you get away with it. And again, here we go with the Republicans. You think that they would want to have him, and, and you know, bring him. You got to bring him up on some kind of charges. You 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 impeach Trump for 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 two things, and and both times it, it was found out to be they were all based on lies and stuff. So the Republicans, you know, not to do the same thing they do, but you know, it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. You know, get him, get him into some, and 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 again. If a vice president could be fired, could be, I'm not sure, she should be fired, okay? Now you can get rid of him without having to worry about her taking his place. Fire her, replace him, and let's let's get somebody in there that makes a little bit of sense of this whole thing. The only trouble is, it's uh, all the Obama people. And you see how they handle all the, the skirmishes around the world and drawing up red lines and threatening people and never did anything. They never did anything. And that whole administration is, let me tell you something, they were in the pockets of all of the thievery that was going on in the Ukraine and, and, the, and China. They've gotten rich about it. And I, I just can't figure out how the Republicans can't find any of this money. It's hard to believe that, that the Democrats, that they can pick up and find any little thing against Trump or any of the Republicans who, who may have sidestepped and, and gotten into a little bit of trouble. They eat you up alive, and, and yet, yet, knowing what you know about all of those leaders of all the different committees, uh, and you, and you've done nothing. You've done absolutely nothing. Yeah, and here it is. You get on there. So he, right now, he's easy pickings. This president, but he tell you the truth, he always was. Yeah, he always was because it, all you had to do is just watch how he ran his campaign and and what he did do and how he did in fact get nominated and elected and how he was able. How he chose, well, he didn't choose the vice president. Uh, somebody else did for him. And somebody else has been doing everything else for him. They lead him around like he was just a puppet. And I, and I still say that there's there, there's two or three of them. And then one is better than the other. Because every once in a while, you'll get somebody out there that does, in fact, make a little sense and look like he's on top of things, even when he answers questions. And then there's another guy who comes on and doesn't know shit. Yeah, doesn't know shit, can't answer anything. You know, and, and he gives these little uh, these little euphemisms that he gives when he does talk. Like I say, he's like, he's like a coach. He's not a president of the United States. You think he's coaching a basketball team and those little pep talks when they're not working too well anymore. So, uh, all right, let's take a little break and let me um, let me do a little shout out now. I wanted to do it earlier, but r right now I've got uh, first of all. Uh, my sister-in-law has taken a turn for the worse, um, and, and, and it's been rough on my brother and, and, and her family, his family, and, and certainly on her. But um, she has been, uh, I'll tell you what, for the disease that she has for as long as she's been around, and, and, and I'd like to say she's still fighting, but I, 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 I kind of think it's... You know, once you give up the fight and you stop eating, you, you're starting to give up. And then it's just a matter of time before. 
that just takes its place and takes its toll. So our prayers are with them every day, the family and and her. Um, and certainly, hopefully, that she should be welcomed with the open arms. Uh, my other friend uh, who just had uh, knee surgery, um, I thought he was doing great. Uh, and I saw him yesterday, and then I, I thought some of the things that he was able to do, I know when I had that surgery, I couldn't do them, so I thought he was really doing good. And come to find out this morning, they took him by ambulance to a uh, a rehab center. But believe it or not, I think he's better off there. Yeah, I think he's better off in there and in the bed because they, they know more what to do. And his poor wife, it's it's kind of hard on her. You know, during the day, he's got friends and, and his sons and stuff come and help him do his therapy. But at night, you know, she's kind of alone and, and it's hard. If anything were to happen to him, you know, she wouldn't be able to do much of anything. So hopefully this is... Uh, this is another day of recovery now, and then we'll get, he'll get used to it, stay there for a few days, get used to what he has to do, walk a little bit, and then go for his regular rehab, and he'll be on the road to recovery. So certainly our prayers are with him. And another sad note, uh, our friend in, uh, in uh, Vegas, uh, Richie, his mom passed, I believe, on Saturday. So Rich, just so you know, our prayers are out to you your mom, and your family. Um, I, I know it's, these are some sad times and stuff, and you've got some, you know, you got a good friend back there with PD, so don't be afraid to lean on him. He's a pretty strong kid. Well, he's not a kid anymore, obviously. But again, our condolences, Rich, and, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Well, I think that's kind of uh, it for shout-outs to uh, certain people. Uh, if I think about them, um, but you know that uh, it's, it's either today or tomorrow we've got our uh, our entertainment uh, podcast, and we may do it today. It depends. We're kind of waiting for information regarding um, our friend who's uh, gone to rehab, so we'll we'll be um, just following that a little bit. Uh, as far as the war goes, same thing every day. You know, you, you get tired of it. It's scary. I have my thoughts on some of the things, and you know, and, and again, you've got a contract out on my president. We've got a contract out on your president. You're bombing my country. I don't have money. If I had one little plane, and I could throw a bomb over the line and do some damage into your country, I think I should do that, or I would do that. Why should it be so one-sided? Why should the war be fought on your grounds? You know what? You know, become a little bit more aggressive and go on the other side. There's this threat about a nuclear war. Nobody's going to win a nuclear war. And I think the people that are that have that have the power uh, of of nuclear weapons and stuff, I, I think they know that. And if you're not afraid of America, you you, you certainly should be. Yeah, if you're not afraid, you know. Again, as bad as uh, the Putin is, and then Putin is he is terrible. I think he fears America. What he doesn't fear is is our president. That's what he doesn't fear. Now, as far as the Chinese go, I I believe the Chinese think they have a a friend in him. I really do. You know, they talked about Trump, and Trump used to blow him up every day. Well, you know. Again, there's there's mutual respect. I don't care. All of a sudden, you know, you now you're dealing with the the um, the dictator from Venezuela, who 
who again was guilty of genocide and everything. So now you're over there dealing with him too. So if Trump was doing this, I mean, they'd, they'd go up one side and down the other. So you're, you're just as bad. You do what you have to do in your country. There's things that you have to let go, and there's things that you, you have to meet to try to save and salvage uh, so the whole world doesn't get into a war. But you're, uh, you're not, you're not uh, if it's so-called a wartime president, you're, you're, you're not much of a president. You're not much of a leader. You're not much of a leader. And that, I think it's for other reasons, too. But I would definitely have fired a shot across the bow of the Russians by now. If everybody seems to like Poland had the uh, had the airplanes, okay, and when they put it, they brought them to Germany, and now America has to replace the airplanes that I guess that they they were going to use, and they ship them to Germany. They they don't ship them into the Ukraine. They send them to Germany, and they need the United States to bring them in. Well, at least that's what they want. They want the United States to fly them in. So and I. I NATO and and the 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 EU or the United Nations, they they the ninety countries and the the ones that are, are are against the war, they don't do anything without the United States. Well, you know they all fear the United States, but they've all taken advantage of the United States. I, I I'm wondering to myself, already the bombs are getting closer. They're within ten miles of the border of Poland. Now if something should happen, it hits there. Is that your, is that a red line for you? Remember the red lines that they drew in, in for Syria and stuff, and the, the, they kept moving the lines back and stuff. Well, that that situation could be changed quickly. Yeah, it could be changed quickly. Now, how you're going to respond to it, it? It could be interesting. Or if you shoot down a plane, or you know, this this thing about the no-fly zone and the airplanes and stuff. Uh, this is war. Yeah, this is war. He said, it's today, it's your turn, tomorrow, it's my turn. No, 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 whatever it takes to win, because that's how Pat Putin is going. Whatever it takes to win, he's going to do. And the more the more confidence that he gets, although it's hard to believe that he's confident about anything that he's doing with this, the way he went about it and the way he's gone into uh, this country, it's almost like they did no planning whatsoever. And the people that he does, in fact, have on the ground, the generals he has, uh, they're not capable. I, I believe he's just fired a couple of them. A couple of them got killed. He's fired a couple of them. So what does that kind of tell you? He has an ill-equipped uh, um, army uh, on the ground, but he does have the regular army guys like like we would have to compare them, you know, the sharp elite troops. He does, in fact, have those, and he's got them on the ground. And he does, in fact, have an awful lot of people in the Ukraine, but an awful lot of equipment. So if you just all of a sudden reverse things, and let's go the other way, yeah, let's go the other way, let's cross the border, and let's fly into Russia, and let's drop a couple of bombs. Geez, that was easy to do. We got over into that other country just to see what would happen. And they talk about, well, that would be an escalation. Well, you're an escalation because you, in fact, invaded another country. So... I don't know how you consider anything an escalation in a war. So I'm I'm baffled by by how this is is playing out and how this goes about and comes about. But watching people on a daily basis, watching their their country being bombed and shredded, watching their people and children killed and 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 the aftermath of bombs and stuff, and just listening and watching. 
how terrifying this has got to be for 20 days now and, 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 and during the night. They just had the battle was continuous now, just continuous. And you see them, light, it looks like lightning, just in a, constantly, constantly. Only there, there's noise and there's damage to go along with it. And like I say, the poor kids, you hear them crying with the noise and, and, and they're leaving. I, I, I'm still trying to put my, my head around the, the country, part of the country there that had no water, they had no food, they had no and they had no heat. How did they survive or how are they surviving? And the, and the Russians are there too, you know. We're, we're if there if there's no food and water, you you can't survive very long without that or heat. I don't understand it. I, I something just doesn't ring right to me. And 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 the only reason I'm saying that is because they report on that every day, that those people have no heat, no water, no food, no medicine. And every day they report on it. Well, how could they be surviving? How could they still be alive? I don't understand it. I really don't. And there's a supply line, you know. Isn't there things in war where you could stop, uh, on both sides, would agree to a ceasefire while either you would go and, and, and clean up the, the 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 lost soldiers on both sides and the people just to, to take care of them and get them off the battlefield and get medicine into people who need it, get food into people who needed it, and give them a way to get out of the country and stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of baffled by all that. And how that doesn't take place, and exactly what what good is the is is the NATO, and and the and the UN? What, what good are they? You know these ninety countries, you you, you haven't got the power to do anything. You know, and, and well, war crimes. We're investigating war crimes. Well, turn on your television. You you want to investigate? You could watch the you could watch the the war in three D. Yeah, and you can see what's being happened. So my my thing is, what kind of teeth do you have? with this investigation regarding war crimes that, that you might have. So, all right, uh, that's enough for the war. And it's Like I say, it's the same every day, and it's hard for me to come out the next day and to do the same thing because I'm saying the same thing. And, and, and like I say, all it does is just more and more of the country is being blown up and destroyed. More people are getting killed. And the stories are the same, only now it's later into the war. And like I say, if you decided now to go into the war, it's like everything that you do, you lead from behind. If, in fact, you ever thought you were going to go there, if, in fact, you were ever going to push them with your, with, with your thing and make some statements yourself, you're late again. You're late again because the Ukrainians have suffered uh, quite a bit of, a, uh, of, of loss with their people and with their, their, their country and stuff. So, yeah. You're a little late to the dance. That's if you ever get there. So, okay. <coughs> God bless our troops, and certainly God bless you. See ya. If you enjoyed the podcast and would like to subscribe to The Captain's Corner, all one needs to do is go to the Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It is 100% free, and reviews are welcome. Thank you.